Hello, everybody. Welcome to Average Joe's Daily Bible Study Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm here with my good friend, Kevin. Kevin, would you like to say hi to everybody? Hey, everybody. Right. So today, we're continuing on our topic of self-discipline, and we're going to be in James. We're going to be in the first chapter. I'm going to read verses 12 through 15. Again, that's James 1, 12 through 15. Before we get started, uh, Kevin, how was your day? Man, my day was amazing. So uh, I started off being able to uh, get some uh, money moved around, as uh, Kevin Hart once said. See, the thing is, the way my savings account, my checking account, uh, so I was able to get some money moved around. Um, and you know, when I did that, I just thought about how much I could see God in it because I wanted that money as soon as I got out. But I'm not really good with money, and so. God knew that this this time was going to come where I'd be starting to run out of my savings from prison and I I would need a little bit more money. And so I got that money in my bank account today. So that was great. Then I got my new phone. Uh, it's the same phone. I have a really good phone. I'm a, I'm a top-of-the-line phone kind of guy. So I had it and it broke. And so I just got the replacement in the mail t- today. I had a job interview that went really well. He offered me the position as long as corporate is okay with my background. So I informed him about my background. He said it was okay. And then I'll tell you, again, I've seen God moving. I actually had to stop myself from tearing up in the interview because I've seen God moving because I tell people all the time I'm doing good. And I am, and I'm not lying. I'm doing really good. But that doesn't mean that sometimes I don't have some thoughts that aren't good. And so I've been thinking a lot of lately how it seems like even though I was not a good person before I found God, there was good parts about me. It seems like those good parts get overlooked all the time. It's either they see the good parts about me now or they see the, my bad past, but they don't see my good past. And this guy told me, he said, hey, man, I want you to come do this jo- job. He says, and from the sounds of it, you have a lot of good leadership experience. I'd like, I'm really interested to see if you, I'm going to be hiring once COVID leaves, I'm going to be hiring a team lead. And as long as everything, as long as everything you're saying works out, man, I really think that you'd be the guy that I would want. It was really good to hear, you know, um, the best part of it, though, best part of my day was uh, my my girlfriend gave me a ride, and she surprised me with a picnic. Afterwards, I said, hey, let's go out to eat. And she said, okay. And we went to the park, and I was like, oh, there's a restaurant out here? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we parked, and I said, hey, this isn't a restaurant. And she's like, I know, I'm taking you on a picnic. And she got me sushi. I love sushi. She does not like it. She did try a piece. Thank you. That was really cool. Uh, you know, and I just got to eat with her, spend some time. That's two days in a row. I told you it's hard for us to get time together so it was man it was a a blessed day man i really you know all my days are good but and god is always moving in my life but it's always so much better when you can actively see and feel that how was your day aaron well um in light of your amazingness of your day uh, i don't even want to talk about mine now (laughs) so uh let's just move no um, then my day was pretty good. Uh, so it was my Friday at work. Uh, we had a really good day. Uh, and production goals have been up, but we've still been doing it, getting it done. I uh, got got really tired today. Uh, a friend I work with, both of them, we were just tired. So we tried some of this pre-workout stuff. He got me again with this weird crap that made my skin on fire. And before you know, <laughs> we were running. Like, we, we might as well have been on drugs. It was crazy. 
but man, we crushed it today. We did great. Uh, so a guy I was training just wasn't working out. I uh, was just really lazy dude. Uh, I kept disappearing. He's been late. He's only worked four days and been late two of them. Uh, and it just, I don't, it, I'd rather be short than have someone like that on the team. Uh, they asked me how he was doing today and I was just like, hey, I just, I don't see it happening. Then he come back from lunch. So we get 30 minute lunch. He comes back, says he has to go to the bathroom, is gone for another 20 minutes. And so she told me after I told her everything, there, there was just some things he wouldn't listen to. Uh, a couple of different people told him how to do something, and he just wouldn't do it. So when I when I just explained all that to her, she's like, you know, we're, we're letting him go anyway at the end of the day. Uh, we, we've seen all that. We already know. We just wanted to know how you would handle the situation if you would come and tell us because we need our trainers to make hard decisions. <clears throat> so that was – it's always good to do the right thing because I felt bad. I, you know, I don't want to see anyone lose a job. But honestly, he did it to himself because then when he come back late again, he disappeared somewhere and they didn't even wait till the end of the day. So I hate to see someone lose a job, but it, at the end of the day, we're, we're a team and uh, I felt like it would have hurt the whole team. But it does suck. It's, it's one of those hard, I guess, adult things. <laughs> Adulting is but, hard, man. But it's cool that I get those opportunities at work and I get to um, see myself at least advancing. So that that's a, a good thing. And then I came home and had some good conversations with some people I haven't talked to for a few weeks. Uh, man, I got to see. So the big thing is I got to see a, a picture of my youngest daughter who is now almost 12. Uh, and I have not um, seen her, or actually I haven't seen a picture or, or anything from her since she was about a month old. When she was two weeks old, I got to hold her for about five minutes. Uh, so I got to see a picture of her and my oldest daughter together at graduation. They're both beautiful. And as soon as I get some stuff moved around and straightened out and get some permission to travel, uh, my, my ex-wife has agreed to let me spend some time with my daughter. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, I, yeah. So I woke up to that man, and it was just a uh, what a great way to start start your day, man. Uh, Aaron sent me some text messages saying, "Hey, man, I don't want to wake you up. Uh, I just wanted to show you these. There's just some pictures of his beautiful daughters, and man, I love seeing Aaron talk about his daughters and be with his daughters. Because golly, you know that's just it's amazing. It really is amazing to see a good dad, and it's, I loved it. It was the best way to start my day, and. You know, as I said, it just got better. So, man, I'm happy to hear that. It's hard to do those adult things, man. It's hard to to do the right thing, especially when you're when you've been in an environment as long as you have that says, "Hey, anytime you talk to the authority, you're talking to the police, and you're wrong." Right. Yeah. So uh, that's a hard one. Um, but you, all you can do is do whatever you think is right, and that's what you did. And I'm proud of you, and I'm I'm glad that that means that they're uh, that they're looking at you for some future options, man. That's good. And that, I think that's important that we look at that as, you know, Aaron may may not have liked the situation that he's in, but he's doing the best he can, and it very well could lead to a situation that he does like. So that's pretty cool, man. Happy to hear all that. Man, uh, <clears throat> since we both had awesome days, I'm, I'm ready to get this started. 
Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, go ahead and get an attitude of prayer. We'll pray in. All right, our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for these amazing days, God. Uh, we thank you when we can feel you moving in our lives in major ways. But God, we also thank you for the bad days. We know that those make us appreciate the good days more. And we know that even though we may not see it and we may not feel it, we may not even want to acknowledge it, we know that you're always moving in our lives. So we thank you for that. God, we thank you for the amazing people you put in our lives. Uh, specifically right now, I'm thinking of my girlfriend. Thank you so much for putting her in my life. Um, but everybody, all these amazing people that both me and Aaron are surrounded with, we thank you. Um, we ask that you continue to foster the relationships that, you, that you've put in our lives so that we put you first in all of them, whether they be a romantic relationship, a friendship relationship, or a business relationship. We know that we must always seek to put you in front of all of our relationships so that they may flourish, and we just ask that you help us do that. God, please help us uh, use this podcast to share your message and your your vision for what you want the world to be, God. We ask that we continuously look for you for guidance while running this podcast, and that when we speak on it, that we speak your words, not ours, God. We just thank you so much for everything you've done in your wonderful son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so I'm going to be in James. I'm going to be in the first chapter. I'm going to start on verse 12. I'm going to read through 15. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved, he'll receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. And when lust is conceived, it brings birth to sin. And when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. <clears throat> so the, the importance of this verse to me in self-control, and, and why I looked at this and why it's so important to me today, is man, I've just been horrible uh, this, this last couple weeks. Um, uh, so I know a lot of people like to to just say, oh, man, it'll get better. No, it just you need to just trust God. God's in control. And and I know if any of our listeners have heard that and been in a bad situation, it's the last thing you want to hear. So I get these thoughts, and I have a really bad thought life. Uh, it's a dark place in my mind of constant self-condemnation and shame and guilt. Um, so, so that kind of peaks when you would think that when I get good news, I would be happy, uh, and it's quite the opposite. So when I see pictures of my daughter, it, it, it's, it's a very self-condemning spiral in my head of how I haven't been there and how she's all grown up. And then when I see her with my oldest daughter at their graduation that I couldn't be at, it just compounds that even more. <clears throat> and then just everything else in my life, just really struggling with finances and and restrictions that have caused the financial struggles. So I get in these these things where I just want to give up and, and these thoughts start coming like, man, I should just go have a drink or why am I even trying or why do I have to follow these rules or hey, whatever, whatever thoughts come. And this is so important to me, man, because it talks about being blessed and when I think about self-control, the self-control starts in our thought life. Self-control starts with not allowing ourselves to think the negative thoughts or the condemning thoughts or think negative of God or begin to despise God because it's not 
God is tempting us, as this verse says. It's, it's our own lust when we look at it. The scripture says we're tempted when we're carried away and enticed by our own lust. So, so lust is just a desire. And, and it's just my own lust to want a drink. And you already know I struggle with lust issues anyway, so it's my own desires to, to look at another woman and, and all these things. But it says when it's conceived, it brings birth to sin. And then it accomplishes and brings forth death. And I read this book a long time ago about how our, our brain is such a complex thing that we, we have these thoughts. So if you've ever stubbed your toe, you know that your immediate reaction is probably going to be a bad word or something inappropriate for most people. And you can't control that thought. But what you can control is what comes next. And that's why this verse is so important to self-control. Is knowing that it, we're really carried away by our own lusts and desires and temptations. But we can control those. When we have those thoughts, when we have the ideas of drinking, the ideas of doing drugs or cheating on our spouses or going off and, and, and doing wrong things, we don't, have to con we don't have to expound on those. We don't have to continue in, in condemnation and guilt. We can stop that right there. We can have the self-control to know that, look, we don't have to let this be conceived. And the word conceived simply means to give birth to. Because what happens when, uh, so as a guy, when you see an attractive woman, I, I, and I know guys are with me on this. I don't know about girls. If you look at dudes and have the, I don't know. I don't understand women anyway, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> but when you see, you see it, you might look, but then you start taking the second look and you start thinking, what does she look like without these clothes or like what would this be like then you, you're too late you've already conceived <laughs> the lust is conceived but if you can stop that right if you can get the self-control stop those thoughts as soon as they come this this goes for any sin issues it goes for any self-defeat if you just stop it before it conceives if you can use whatever tools if it's scripture memorization if it's a positive affirmation if it's hitting your wrist with a rubber band if it well whatever it takes to develop the self-control to stop the lust before it's conceived and lust here isn't a sexual thing i use that as an example that the greek word for lust used here is just simply a desire so any desires if you can stop those before they get out of control that's the self-control aspect that i want to start this is to me is the root of self-control it's stopping negative thoughts before they continue, stopping sinful thoughts before they continue to sin. Because ultimately it starts with a thought. Hey, I'm going to go to the bar. Or I think I want to drink. You just got to develop the self-control to stop it right there. Whatever tools you need to stop it right there, that's what you got to find. <clears throat> yeah, I think that uh, that's a good point that that oftentimes, I think that one of the things you said to me earlier when we discussed this is that oftentimes we feel defeated by the thought itself. But this verse yeah. is saying don't be defeated by the thought thought itself because the thought has to, how does he say it? Or let me say it. Um, then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, right? So the desire itself is not what's going to bring you down. It's the birthing of it. So we have to do the self-discipline comes in and trying to build up 
habits and different actions to put a wall in between that desire or that thought and the birthing of the sin, right? And we know, and I think that everybody knows that lustful thoughts in and of themselves are sin. We see that when Jesus tells us this, right? Um, but what we're saying is that it doesn't have to lead to more sin. One sin does not have to lead to three sins, right, or two sins. I don't know why I would jump from one to three. That seems weird now that I said it out loud. But it's too late. I already did it. <laughs> um, but one sin doesn't have to lead to more sin. So that thought pattern can get deceptive because you're like, you know, we talked about it with the diets. You know, you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll just eat a large pizza by myself. No, man, you're on a diet. No, I already had a, a small Snickers bar earlier. So Wait, it doesn't have it doesn't have to work like that, you know. <laughs> Um, and so it's important, I think, that that we start to use our self-discipline, our Christian self-discipline, to put up a wall in between the thought and the action, right? Yes, we've had that sin, but it does not need to lead to more. Um, for me, when I read this, man, I'll tell you, like, immediately, and I love how Scripture does this. One Scripture will back up another Scripture. And I think that, you know, and you see it a lot in Paul's writing, obviously, because it's the same man writing over and over again. But... He, the very first verse in this, uh, one twelve, he says, Blessed is the one who preserves under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life. And we just talked about the crown of life can also be called the victor's crown. We just talked about how self-discipline will help you get that victor's crown. I think that's so uh, so crucial, sorry, um, and so awesome that he ties those two things together for that self-discipline that we got to always be be conscious of winning that victor's crown you know and how do you do that you preserve under trial that's really the key to self-discipline and it, guys i'll tell you like the easiest time to start self-discipline is when everything is going right because if you practice i tell it's kind of like when you have to go really lightweight to get formed down in an exercise right if we're doing a complicated exercise like clean yeah, sure, you don't have to start off with just the bar. It's only 45 pounds. You could probably do a lot more weight. But if we start off at 45 pounds and we get all these good habits in at 45 pounds, when you move up to 135, you'll be fine because you already have all these good habits. And it's the same thing here, right? Preserve under trial. But if you start now when you're having a good day, it'll be easier when you're having a bad one. Amen. So, so that's that's uh, that's my kind of my practical application advice you just kind of hit it um, I, I get a lot of compliments on my Olympic lifting form and that's actually because I did back-to-back 12-week cycles of Olympic lifting with only the bar um, it was embarrassing to deadlift 45 pounds but it's part of an Olympic lifting program that teaches you form and now my, my form gets complimented a lot because I was willing to put in that self-discipline so Applying that to to this and not letting lust conceive itself, um, the application is just to begin to stop those thoughts. Don't let them be conceived to sin. The thought is not the problem. Don't let it condemn you. Don't let it get you down. The thought is not the issue. When it conceives into the sin is the issue. Don't let it get there. Don't let the thoughts condemn you. If you need suggestions for different methods hit us up i know a ton of them because i struggle the most with it i'll do what i can that's that's my application 
Yeah, I so like one of the things I really like that you mentioned is like a rubber band. Just every time you have that thought, whatever it may be, guys, we know that we're all different. We all have the, the different thoughts, and some of you guys might think your thoughts are worse than yours. I would just point you into in the direction of the Bible verse that says, "Not one of us is overtaken by anything that is not common to mankind." Right? So don't think your thoughts are worse, but develop those self-discipline tools so that we can continue to build up those walls between thoughts and actions, right? And that that'll help you. And don't and use self-discipline to not allow yourself to keep making mistakes because you've made one mistake. That is, hey, guys, we I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in, in a lot of other people's lives in prison. That's the quickest way to go to prison. Well, I'd already messed up once, so might as well just keep messing up. People say that all the time. You've got to get yourself out of that mindset. Amen. So hit us up with some comments. Let, let us know if, if you know some different techniques to stop the uh, – Lust before it's conceived into sin, or just hit us up with some ideas. Hit us up and tell us we're crazy if you want to. That's cool. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think. Uh, we have an Instagram. It's Av Joe's Bible Study, right? And we have a Twitter. It's A V G J O E B I B L S T U D Y, or as I like to call it, Av Joe Bible Study. Um, and we have Facebook. You can just search Average Joe's Bible Study. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you need suggestions. Let us know what you want to hear. Uh, we're still looking for that interaction. Amen. All right, Aaron, if you want to finish us up with a little, a little prayer, we'll be good to go. All right. <clears throat> Attitude of prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Again, for this opportunity, we thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, everything that you're doing in the in the lives of our listeners. Um, I just pray for everyone who listens, that, that you'll just bless them, that you'll give them special encouragement, uh, that you'll take any self-defeat or self-doubt or lack of confidence from them and know that they are loved, that they are special, that you have something important for them to do, that you have something big, bigger than they could ever imagine, that you want to do in their life. We thank you, Lord, that you have something for us bigger than we could even imagine. I pray that you just give us a peace and an understanding of that. We just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you.